G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some positive things emerging as 8 in 10 Aussies are more hopeful about the future now compared to the beginning of the COVID pandemic. A new study has found that younger generations like Gen Zs were most likely to feel significantly hopeful now and interestingly women are more likely to be hopeful than men. The survey conducted by McCrindle Research was conducted on behalf of Compassion Australia. And we might be asking, what is it that inspires hope in Australians? Let's talk about the findings with the CEO of Compassion Australia, Claire Steele. Hello, Claire. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Lovely to be with you today. Claire, Australians are most likely to put their hope in their family themselves and their friends. There might be some things we can talk about there, but how did the statistics of all your studies go? Yeah, we were, I think I was a bit surprised to see that 8 out of 10 were more hopeful um, than before the pandemic, especially given coming into the pandemic. In Australia, we had the flood, the drought, and then the pandemic. But we are excited to see that the hope is not around big things, but around small things. So hope in their family or in themselves or in the community and their friends. So uh, we feel like this is something that can build and grow. So that was very exciting to see. We like to think here in Australia that we're a relatively hopeful nation and uh, as Christians we might say we want to first have our hope in God but the fact that Aussies would say we'll put our hope in family, themselves and friends uh, that is at least a a positive attitude towards hope but uh, it might be short of the mark do you think when we talk about spiritual things? I think as a Christian it is short of the mark and because even when we look at family, themselves and friends they're actually things that can't put, we can't put all our hope in because they will fail us. Um, and so that's the wonderful thing, isn't it, about the Christian hope? Because we put our, soul, our faith and our hope in a God that can't fail us and has shown that he won't fail us through the death of his son. So it is lovely that they're, they're tangible things and things that we can take part in every day, but we do know that our hope needs to be in something that is certain. We might be very thankful that we don't have the same level of COVID pandemic as so many nations around the world and nations where compassion is hard at work. Uh, So we can be encouraged, I guess, by the idea that Australians are quite hopeful. Maybe we wouldn't be so if we were under really heavy pandemic issues here in Australia. But uh, give us some insights here as to how things are going, what you're hearing from some of those particular missions fields around the world where compassion is working, Claire. Uh, what, what's happening in some of those nations? Yeah, it is hard. And when you hear the stories, I feel my own heart break and my hope fail because they're still fighting this pandemic in so many ways. Uh, South America, we're still seeing huge numbers of virus and that's just increasing. Uh, we're seeing throughout Asia lockdowns still happening. Africa, we're just seeing um, disparate experiences. Some countries are coming out of it. Others like South Africa are just experiencing more and more. 
And what I'm finding heartbreaking at the moment is that we're hearing statistics like 10,000 children more a month dying of starvation because their families can't access food, parents can't get to work. So um, it is a really different story for those outside of Australia at the moment. Uh, for those, and particularly so many of our listeners, so familiar with the wonderful work of Compassion and your work with children and child sponsorship in some of these nations, uh, and you're saying the need actually is getting bigger in those nations, and uh, so far as the support base goes, that is keeping hope alive in the lives of those children, uh, any thoughts here about the need for uh, perhaps increase or extra attention to the way we give our thoughts and uh, and our finances into compassion and those child sponsorship programs. Yeah, my, you're right. The need is bigger than it ever has been. In the last 20 years, we've actually seen extreme poverty decline, but in the last year, we're seeing levels increase more quickly than we've ever seen before. So I just encourage listeners, we are a hopeful, hopeful country and we do have great hope and great stability and I think as Christians, we're called to bring hope to others. So just to consider what you could do to bring hope to children around the world. Um, one particular way is our financial year appeal. We're looking to support countries that have had huge number of national disasters. In the Philippines, they've been rocked by typhoon after typhoon. And we want to be able to really get, bring hope to communities and build buildings they need, build the toilets they need to really be able to help them have the hope that we, we feel. I wonder whether if we're reflecting for a moment on uh, this study that was done that you commissioned and uh, all sorts of good feedback there on what's inspiring Aussies right now, it's small acts of kindness uh, from what I can see people are seeing as being so, so valuable. I wonder whether that's translated into the international settings of caring for children in nations that you mentioned who are really hard hit by COVID that that when there is a child sponsorship, that in itself is just a wonderful act of kindness that inspires hope. Definitely. We have this amazing story because we haven't been able to have the children come to us this year. We've had our team go out to the children and they take food packs. We've given 11 million food packs this year and they're multi-week food packs. And when one compassion worker turned up at a home, the mum just started yelling and dancing and screaming, I knew the church would come. I knew they would help us in our need. And I just want to be part of that. I want to be part of the hope that the church brings to these families. And so I think you're right. It's in small acts of kindness. It's in small sacrifices from us that we can be the hope for these children. When we're going through crisis, sometimes there's a silver lining in the things that we're able to glean, the things that we're able to learn from going through crisis. And the idea that there are nations around the world who are being ravaged by COVID and the challenging issues around the poor, uh, this idea of a collective trauma and uh, an upside that helps us to think of those things that are most important. What are the sorts of lessons that come to mind for you, Claire, that perhaps we can reflect on as these things are happening around the world? What we've seen as a collective global trauma, we could put it like that, is that community matters and that helping one another matters. And it's something that the church has known forever. And if you look back in, um, in church history, the church has grown because we've been the people that knows this, that knows community matters and that we have to care for one another. And so my prayer is out of this pandemic, the church will know that even more, that we will know that God has called us to be in the world, 
caring for those who are vulnerable. And that that's what's so exciting for me is that this trauma could actually be God sending his church out like it, we haven't seen for many years. Claire, it's one thing to say a prayer for children in vulnerable circumstances around the world. It's another thing, takes things to a new level to take action and do something. And for most people, it's not out of their capacity to sponsor a child. What's your encouragement to listeners now as to the difference they can make in the lives of children in all of these different contexts where compassion is working? I think what you can do through sponsorship is actually bring hope to a child. You can tell them that they're seen, loved, they're recognised and that there's hope for the future. And if your experience is like mine, that hope that you've been able to share, it's actually transformed my heart and has helped me understand how much God can work and how big the gospel is and that I can do so much more and I'm called to so much more. So I think sponsorship changes a child's life hugely but it also begins to change your life as well. So to sponsor a child, and you do have a campaign going at the moment called Restore Hope. Uh, Is there a particular focus for that campaign? Are there particular nations that are in focus? How do we think of this campaign you're running now? Yeah, so um, our campaign is focused on our neighbours, and we think of our neighbours as Asia, so in particularly the Philippines. Um, They've been really hit by the pandemic and natural disasters, and we really want to bring hope back to these communities, help them rebuild their lives. Um, But then the other way is sponsorship. And so I just encourage you, go to compassion.com.au, read some of the stories, and really listen to how God is asking you to be part of restoring hope to children around the world. Well, these are significant times and in so many nations around the world, things are harder, not easier. And the call upon us to be focused on how we might be able to go the extra mile and be a supporter of particularly those vulnerable children in circumstances and to sponsor a child for compassion, you might like to visit the website. You might like to check out that campaign called Restore Hope. Compassion.com.au is the website. Compassion.com.au. Claire Steele is the CEO of Compassion Australia. Claire, thanks so much for letting us in on what's happening today on 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. It's been wonderful to join you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 